Hi, I'm Rob, and this is Dad Sofa, a podcast about the things that connect us. Whether it is a rained-off attempt at a trip to the pub, or string theory, a cycle to Cornwall, or a chat in the sea, we talk about the stuff of life, what makes us curious, the stuff that connects everything, the spaghetti of life. Come and join us. Get comfy. This is Dad Sofa. There are four quiz shows in the UK. Well, there are a lot more than that. And it seems to be a rite of passage for some entertainers to get regular gigs doing such television fare. The thing that strikes me is that the prize fund for each of these shows and the work required to attain such prizes varies radically. The reaction to big and small wins seems to be completely at odds with what one does to achieve them in most cases. One of the most popular shows is called Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? 15 questions with ever-increasing prizes. It's not uncommon for people to walk away with £32,000, but if they get a question wrong, we'll slide back down and have the ignominy of leaving the studio with what they feel is a paltry £1,000. The quiz show Pointless, however, requires you to go through four rounds of questions, not coming last, and then often the only prize at the end is a pointless trophy. If the contestant doesn't win a penny, they often say, I just came for the statue anyway. If they do win the £1,000 prize or more, their faces are a picture of ecstatic frenzy. The most difficult of all these quizzes, though, is Mastermind, where you battle against four to five other contestants through multiple rounds of quickfire questions on your chosen subject in the first round and on general knowledge in the second round. You have to go on multiple shows and revise hard for each specialist subject and bone up on general knowledge as well. Only one person wins out of thousands, and their prize, a glass bowl. The winner of Mastermind has longer-lasting kudos, although winners of the million pounds in Who Wants to Be a Millionaire will also likely have fame, although very few people have ever done this. The other show that is on pretty much every day of the week, and sometimes more, is a show that I've talked about in the past, Bargain Hunt. Two pairs of contestants are given £300 to buy three items, usually at a car boot type of sale. They don't have to spend it all, but the purchases are sold at a real auction, and the winner is the pair that makes most profit. Teams take home any profits, but of course they often make a loss. A £200 haul is rare, and most often we're in the realm of the £1 to £30 profit. But with each lot being sold, the contestants are a picture of euphoria when something sells for £5 above what they paid. If they make a profit on each individual item, they win something called a golden gavel. This appears to the viewer like a badge consisting of a piece of cardboard with a picture of a gavel on it, laminated in plastic, with a safety pin glued to the back. The same person, proudly wearing their gavel badge, may be disappointed by just a £1,000 win in the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire quiz. It struck me that similar oddities apply with lotteries. The only work that is done in these is to buy a ticket, and the odds against winning are so humongously low that you would think the winners would be happy for life but the ease with which they gain the fortune often leaves them ill-prepared to respect the sum and work out how they'll deal with their life post-win. So, in the end, many big winners buy a big house in isolation, attached to a large garage for the cars they bought, and at the back they may have a pool or even a lake. The months go on, empty bottles of champagne appear in the recycling, they lose touch with their friends, put weight on, and eventually decide that life has become either boring or even worse, intolerable, in their gilded cage. The person that starts from a garage with nothing as a business, other than skills to be honed, gains in experience, becomes noticed, and gradually achieves success, is often the person that strips back their life to the basics, getting rid of obvious signs of wealth. 
Steve Jobs and, of course, Elon Musk are good examples of this paradox. They have gained something else, though, bitter experience, which helps them to understand what is really of value in their lives. Still, though, they often realise too late. And in Steve Jobs' case, it's clear that he had major regrets when he was terminally ill. A similar situation can arise in healthcare systems where some individuals access care for no cost, which for the majority is wonderful. But for a few, it is tainted with cynicism and more value can only be accounted for for a product that has to be paid for. We don't have an appreciation for value innately and often gauge these things by what we know or what we assume. Often the benefit of something relates to status in some way and of course wanting to be part of something. This is why community projects work and of course the lottery winner would often do well to commit to becoming involved in a community game having isolated themselves. Being a part of something gives you something to live for and fight for. In turn, people will then fight for you. In Steve Jobs' case, he stated that all the material success that he took pride in paled into insignificance and meaninglessness in the face of impending death. He said, The wealth I've won in my life I cannot bring with me. What I can bring is only the memories precipitated by love. Those are the true riches which will follow you, accompany you, giving you strength and light to go on. Love can travel a thousand miles. Life has no limit. Go where you want to go. Reach the height you want to reach. It is all in your heart and in your hands. What is the most expensive bed in the world? The sick bed. You can employ someone to drive the car for you, make money for you, but you cannot have someone to bear sickness for you. Whichever stage in life we are at right now, with time, we will face the day when the curtain comes down. Treasure love for your family, love for your spouse, love for your friends. Treat yourself well. Cherish others.